Relationships between brothers and sisters in the body of Christ. And what we're going to touch on is maybe you and a brother or you and a sister relationship is, is not so good. And how do we recover that brotherly and sisterly relationship that we must have being servants of God? How do we prevent our relationships in Christ from going wrong, from going sour? And how is it that the Lord commanded us to live one with another in order for us to maintain that brotherly and sisterly love which he commands us to have? So I'm Brother Obadiah, and we have Brother Benaiah, and we have Brother Chris. And hopefully the Lord will bring all of us some better understanding about how to live his word. But not only not only read it not on, not only teach it but also how to live it so brother benaya do you have any scriptures you want to start out with well dealing with us being brothers and sisters i know that the lord has it written in psalms 133 and we can go there now but in psalms 133 it lets us know that it's a good thing for us to dwell with each other a certain way so Psalms 133 and verse 1 and it says behold how good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity it is like the precious ointment upon the head that ran down upon the beard even Aaron's beard that went down to the skirts of his garments as the dew of Hermon, and as the dew that descendeth upon the mountains of Zion. For there the Lord commanded the blessing, even life forevermore. So as I read that, I just look at, we have to really be on one accord in unity. Um, when we actually come together, we have to know that this is where we stand with the scriptures. This is where we stand as far as where our work's going to be. This is where we stand as far as what we represent. You know, and then we can actually be there for each other and stand against whatever's coming our way, whatever adversities. Now you can stand together because you know you on one accord. And unfortunately, it seems like our people, period, are not on one accord. Even in certain classes or camps, people are not on one accord with what they represent, where they're at, where they're situated at, where their works are at. So now. When it comes to dwelling in unity, there's still going to be some division because people are still looking at their own agenda. They're not really they haven't really submitted to what what's going on, rather in their administration. When the Bible speaks about that, too, and we can touch on that later. But, yeah, I know that it's good for brethren to dwell together, but I keep seeing where brothers don't. Um, but it is a good thing that we do dwell together. But that word unity means that there's no division we don't we're not thinking in a different way brother chris you got anything to add to it yeah i i would agree with everything that you're saying the the point of view that i kind of get um from the topic of this discussion is that you know we all here to serve the lord but we all got to think about where we come from and how we dealt with each other before we came to start serving the lord and i that's kind of my opinion of why you know we see so much division with people um, people can't even speak to each other or get along with each other, even though we all, you know, worshiping the God, you know, and God is love, you know. But I think that, you know, before you, before, I know for me, um, from what I observed, you know, before I was in the truth, you know, you had a problem with somebody, you know, if it was a real big serious problem, you know, you was never going to speak to them again because that's just 
how you do it. You know, somebody did you wrong. You're going to look kind of like a weak person or something like that is how people see it. So I think a lot of it come from people thinking it's a point of weakness instead of a point of strength to like, you know, you got a problem with your brother or your sister to even be the first one to say, hey, you know what, let's solve it. Or even if you even decide in your mind to want to solve it at all. Yeah. And um, what you were saying brings me to uh, Matthew uh, 18. Because a lot of times we do handle situations um, not in a godly manner. Like you say, you know, it's weak. It's, you know, when you out in the world and when you in the street, you know, it, it's, it might be seen as, as a form of weakness if you trying to resolve a conflict peacefully. Because sometimes the mentality is, hey, we, you know, we into it, we, we at odds, we don't agree. And then that's the end of it, you know, but what the Lord is showing us is that, hey, you supposed to resolve conflicts with your brother because we talking about living forever and we're not going to be living forever in the bubble. We're going to be living forever with other people who going to get salvation. All those, all of us who are so blessed to get it, we're going to have to live forever with each other in peace so in this flesh we have to do that but in matthew 18 and verse 15 if you can read that brother ben and i from moreover if thy brother shall trespass against thee go and tell him his faults between thee and him alone if he shall hear thee thou hast gained thy brother so the, the the key is to do this between you and your brother alone not go tell 15 people or not wait till your brothers, not wait till you got an audience. And then you let it be known what your issue is with your brother. Supposed to do it one-on-one. -on -one. That way, ain't nobody, you know, ain't nobody putting up no show. It ain't no dramatics. Ain't nobody fronting nobody off. It's just you and that person. But if your brother hear you, then you have gained your brother, which is what salvation is. It's about recovery. This is man was cut off. When Adam sinned, as an Adam all died, right? Mm -hmm. So we all cut off. But God still said, hey, this his plan is gonna go forward. But what this is is a recovery mission. He's re he's recovering all those who want salvation. He's opened up the door for us to have back access to the tree of life. So when we dealing with each other, we got to understand it's about recovering our brother and sister. It's not about just casting them away or because we don't agree. I ain't gonna never talk to you again. I'm gonna talk about you behind your back. I'm gonna slander you. No, it's about recovering your brother. And that's what the Lord is saying here. Hey, if you got an issue with your brother, then you bring it to him alone. That way you can hear each other. Because when other people get involved, then now now we being macho. You got to be, I got to be louder than you. You got to be louder than me. I got to show I'm tougher than you. But when it's just you and one other person talking, then, then that eliminates a lot of that. It's just you and that person talking. And if they hear you, then hey, you gained a brother. Reverse 16. But if he will not hear thee, then take with thee one or two more, that in the mouth of two or more or three witnesses, every word may be established. And so the Lord is letting you know, hey, if that's the case, if he won't hear you, though, then you get a couple of witnesses. That way somebody can uh, uh, confirm what it is that you saying or what the other person is saying. So it ain't just going to be your word against theirs. It's, hey, it's, we, we got a couple of witnesses that that heard this or that that uh, uh saw this go ahead 17 and if he shall neglect to hear them tell it unto the church but if he neglect to hear the church let him be unto thee as an heathen man and publican but notice this was last resort the last resort was to bring it before the whole church a lot of times we use that as the first resort somebody offend us we, we immediately go tell everybody else except for the person who we were offended by. And this is what causes relationships to go sour. This is what causes us, who's supposed to be serving the same God and had the same doctrine, to 
be enemies when when this is not how the Lord uh, set it up to be. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You mind if I uh, read that 19 and 20 also? Yes, sir. Go ahead. Okay, so 19. Again, I say unto you that if two of you of you shall agree on earth as touching anything that shall that they shall ask it shall be done for them of my father which is in heaven for where two or three are gathered together in my name there i am in the midst of them and so the reason why i um wanted to piggyback off you and, and read that 19 and 20 is because when the you know the lord teaching us a lesson about dealing with our brother and sisters but uh, immediately after he teaches the lesson it, he you know immediately provide you that benefit you know it's not like People just want to force everybody to get along and the Lord is trying to be forceful. But you you get power from it and, you know, you get companionship with your brothers and sisters out of it. So, I mean, it bless you to be on one accord with everyone. Exactly. But that's why the Lord said, hey, a house divided against itself can't stand. Right. Mm-hmm. And they said he was, he was bells above. Mm-hmm. And he said, well, how can I be casting out? How, how, how can I, how, you know, how can Satan cast out Satan? You know that you can't do that because mm-hmm. a house divided against itself can't stand, and and we can't be divided against ourselves. You know, we, we have to be on the same accord. Whatever administration that you find yourself, you know, uh, doing your work for the work of the ministry under, you know. The people that are the elders and, and, and the brothers that are the head of that administration, you have to fall in line with the rules and regulations of that administration. If they lead, if you know that you're getting the word of God, you can't be because a lot of a, a lot of people like to be rebellious. Mm-hmm. You know, they want to they want to do their own thing. You know, they there, they sitting there, but they really are not a, they, they really they really don't have any intentions of being uh fruitful and being profitable to the ministry there they there for strife and if we get time we're gonna read about that but they there to bring strife to bring uh uh all these different doctrines yeah discord among discord among brethren uh-huh. because that's what they want that's their whole purpose you gotta watch out for that yeah um even with what was said concern when Jesus let us know to tell him between he and thee alone. Yo, you got all against your brother, tell him between he and thee alone. People think that Jesus came with some new doctrine, but that's nothing new. Uh, let's go to Leviticus 19. This is just dealing with how you're supposed to deal with your brother if you see them doing something off, they offend you, or you got something against them. But this is actually that concept is already explained in the Old Testament because if you have understanding, we un- we know that it's Jesus who's been with the Father from the beginning, giving the commandments, giving the instructions of God from the beginning. That's right. So let's go to Leviticus 19. And Brother Chris, if you could read verse, start at verse 16. Thou shalt not go up and down as a talebearer among the people, neither shalt thou stand against the blood of thy neighbor. I am the Lord. So we already have the concept where Christ talked about uh, where, where it was already written. You know, you bring it to the church last. Right. When you're going up and down a talebearer, you going, you jumping straight to that last step. So that's not a new concept. The Lord is the same from yesterday, today, and forevermore. Mm-hmm. So that same concept has been there where we're not supposed to go up and down this tail bear. You don't bring the issue to the church first. Go ahead. 17. Thou shalt not hate thy brother in thine heart. Uh-huh. Thou shalt in any wise rebuke thy neighbor and not suffer sin upon him. So it says, so that's telling us that we're supposed to tell who? That person. Mm-hmm. You see somebody, you got something against them. It's worded differently, but it's the same exact concept. Don't run telling the church first. You see something that's your brother doing or something you offended with, you go talk to that person first. You go rebuke them. You go uh, uh, converse with them on the things that you are dealing with. And then even after that, the next concept, which is in the sight of two or three, may everything be established because you can't just say it to him. And then you see he doesn't listen to you. He says, bring it in the sight of two or three. And that's also a concept that the Lord gave his people from the get go. Let's go to uh, Deuteronomy 19 and 15. 
Deuteronomy 19 and verse 15. Brother Chris, you mind? One witness shall not rise up against a man for any iniquity for for or for any sin and any sin that he sinneth at the mouth of two witnesses or at the mouth of three witnesses shall the matter be established. So you can't go running straight to somebody to tell about what somebody else doing. Even with what this is, you can't rise up against somebody for iniquity because when you bring it to the church, you rising up against somebody for iniquity or something you think that they're doing wrong. And the Lord says you're not supposed to do that. One person, one witness shall not rise up against any man, against a man for any iniquity or for any sin and that he which he sinneth at the mouth of two or, or three or at the mouth of three witnesses should a matter be established. The only, the way that I can get two or three witnesses if I do what? If I talk to you first about it like I'm supposed to because right. it said rebuke thy neighbor. Mm -hmm. Then I see you still doing it. I bring one other person and then I can say, hey. I'm to, we, we sitting it down. I'm letting you know I saw this. This brother, he, you can tell me if I'm wrong, but this is what I saw. And you know I talked to you about it. Right. And now you got another witness who's sitting there and they know that you've t spoken to them about it. And this person hasn't disagreed with it. So clearly it must be true. But you're not running to tell the church. You have not risen up as a talebearer. You ain't going to tell rising up against sin, against any sin. You're not doing that. Then that person doesn't hear. Now the Lord tells you two or three. So now you're bringing in the third. And after that, then you let it be known into the church. So these concepts are all from from beginning of the scriptures to the end of the scriptures. And these concepts are letting us know how we're supposed to deal with our brothers in times of conflict. You know, any conflict. So we see that. And but like you said, we still have these situations where people will go and they'll tail bear and they'll carry a bad, they'll actually put a bad name on somebody who may not have done anything. Right. It may, it may not even be true. Mm -hmm. But once, once the words put out there, it's, it's, it's too late. You know, yeah. you can't, you can't take back, you know, what you put out there already. But to pig, uh, piggyback off what you were saying, you know, let's go to Proverbs 16. I'm going to read verse 28. Proverbs 16 and 28. You can read that, brother. A forward man soweth strife, and a whisperer separateth chief friends. So, you know, we're talking about these having a brotherly and sisterly relationship in the body of Christ. Well, this is one way that it's going to go south. When you got a you got a, a person who, who who's walking around, they sowing discord, they bringing about strife, and a whisperer. You know that's somebody. Everything they hear, they gotta go tell it. Mm -hmm. You know, I may be talking to Chris about uh, saying something about you, Ben and I, not mm -hmm. not um, not slandering you, but just speaking. But then somebody who ill hustling on the side, they hear what I say, they might take it the wrong way, then they gonna run. And they tell everybody else that I was slandering you. Mm -hmm. Like the situation you had a few months ago. Yeah. You know, and we know that the more people that get hold to the information, the story gonna change. Mm -hmm. That's 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 a that's a fact. You can have ten people look at a car accident, and you ask all of them what you saw, and everybody gonna tell you something a little bit different. It ain't gonna be the same. That's the same way with a, with a tail bearer. When the story keep going around, it's gonna get stuff added to it. By the time it get back to you, ninety five percent of the stuff I probably didn't even say. Mm -hmm. But now it's too late, and now you looking at me like, why you slandering me? And if you, if we don't have a mind to discuss it, now we gonna be enemies. Mm -hmm. Now we, now we hold, now we got a grudge against each other on the Sabbath, right. on the high days. We coming in bearing the grudge against our brother when it didn't even have to be that. But that's what happened when you get whisperers. You separate, they separate chief friends. You don't have to, everything you hear, don't, you don't, just because you hear something on me, you got to go run and repeat it to everybody. Because that's what, that's what people like to do. They like to gossip. 
but they don't understand that this is this is this is really you know not good for you know the relationships the godly relationships that we supposed to have as brothers and sisters we supposed to be one body we supposed to be one mind with one purpose but if everybody everybody's on their own you know everybody got their own agenda and you got people running around you know just keeping up a lot of strife and keeping up a lot of discord and whispering there all the time then that's why we have problems uh that's why you know then all of a sudden we we begin to be hindered in in the administration you know things things slow down we the, the progress starts to slow down because the people that's dealing with the operations we all we all we got problems with each other so we can't agree and when you can't agree you can't get nothing done you're going to be at a standstill you know Mm -hmm. As long as we don't agree and we and we fighting and, and we fighting and we bickering, we don't get nothing done. Cause every cause every time we we gonna all we gonna do is fight and bicker, and time gonna go past and we we get nothing accomplished, you know. But that's what we gotta overcome, you know. We we have to overcome that that fleshly mind to want to hear the juicy gossip, to want to go spread gossip, to want to try to. You know, put somebody out on blast because you, you don't like them. You know, you don't like somebody personally, so you don't want nobody else to like them. You know, how you used to do in, in, in grammar school and high school. You know, I'm mad at you. I don't like you, so I'm going to tell my friends, don't talk to them. Mm -hmm. and, you know, people still do that. Grown people. Mm -hmm. You know, who got the knowledge of God? Yeah. You still doing that. You don't like somebody, so you going to try to get, you know, just like they did in uh uh, uh, in, in, in the days of Moses, yeah. when uh, 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 who was that? They stood up against Moses and Korah. He, uh, yeah, Korah. He went and got all these renowned men and the famous, the famous men in the congregation, <laughs> and and he 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 done got this whole entourage and he gonna rise up against Moses and Aaron because he was on some fleshly, and Moses tried to tell him, look, man, this ain't. We this ain't something we doing. This is this is what this is the will of God. This is what the Lord set up. But that's what happened. You know, the Lord talk about that. You know, your your feet swift and running the mischief. You know, instead of us, instead of us saying to a brother or sister, hey, you know what? This shouldn't be. You know, we shouldn't be. You know, we shouldn't be slandering anybody. We shouldn't be. We shouldn't be tail bearing. You know, if it's really an issue, then you need to go to that person. And if you went to them, then hey, maybe you bring two or three witnesses to that person, and maybe we get a better understanding. But when we just pushing stuff out there that may or may not even be true, then this discord, this, this, this us being unequally yoked when we ain't supposed to be it's gonna continue now oh, go ahead now there's another side to that where somebody may be like i don't have anything against this person but you know this person got something against me why why do i need to do anything i ain't did none to him well, how do you look at how do you look at that well, hey, before before honor is humility. Okay. Um, if I know somebody have an issue with me, uh, I'm gonna bring it to them. If 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 it seems to me that whenever they see me, they don't want you know they keeping a distance from me, I will find out because as a servant of God, I want to know did I offend you? Yeah. So I can apologize to you because that's what we supposed to do. If I offended you, I might not know I did it. But if you tell me that, then I can try to recover my brother or recover, recover your brother or sister. And that's what it's all about. It's always about recovering your brother or sister, not about, you know, destroying the, the unity. It's about keeping that unity intact. So even if you don't have a problem with a person, but 
they may have a problem with you. If you are serving the God, you you supposed to try to resolve that. Mm-hmm. You know, because a lot of times they're not gonna come to you. They're not gonna come say you offended me. What they'll do is say, "Hey, I just ain't gonna. I'm not gonna say nothing to this person. Yeah. Or I'm gonna keep my distance." But if you come to them and you all talk about it, then that weight can be lifted off of them. And when they see that, hey, you really, your intentions weren't to offend them, then they know that, hey, this is a brother or this is really a, a real sister because they done came to me and they done made it right. Because the best example is when you lead by example. Mm-hmm. When you show yeah. humility yeah. and you show that, hey, I'm willing to to, to try to uh, uh, recover this relationship, then the example is, is being shown to your brother or sister and maybe they'll have that same situation with somebody and they'll do the same thing. They won't let it fester and let it just keep going on, you know, month after month, time after time. They, they, they'll go and say, hey, listen, to another brother or sister, hey, did I offend you? And then recover that relationship. Which uh, leads me to, uh, uh, let's go to Romans 15 real quick. But it really boils down, you know, to, to humility. When we all proud, when everybody got that pride, that fleshly pride, don't nobody want to say I was wrong. You don't want to admit, yeah, man, you made an error. You don't want to have to tell anybody that you don't have to apologize. Because that's that's your pride. I think James he talked about hey, you know, while all these fightings and wars going on among you, mm-hmm. he said hey, that's that's that lust that that's 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 in your members. You know that that ain't nothing to be uh, proud of. There ain't no badge of honor, mm-hmm. you know, because it ain't supposed to be. But in Romans fifteen and verse one. Uh, Read that for me, brother. We then that are strong are to bear the infirmities of the weak and not to please ourselves. Go ahead. Let every one of us please his neighbor for his good to edification. So now he's even letting you know, taking it even further. Hey, the ones that strong, we supposed to bear the infirmities of the weak. Mm-hmm. If your brother's struggling or your sister's struggling, but hey, you got strength. You supposed to help bear that burden with them because they need help. Mm-hmm. But our natural inclination is somebody struggling a lot of times is like, hey, that's their problem, mm-hmm. right? Because that's how the world, that's that's the world, you know. Right. I'm 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 cool, I'm straight, you know, you gotta figure it out for yourself. But when you talking about being one body, which means we are one, we are the same, then if your brother or sister is weak, how is it that you're not going to uh, bear that bad infirmities mm-hmm. because we one body. And then he say, hey, uh, uh, let every one of us please his neighbor for his good to edification. So, hey, it ain't all about, you know, what I can get out of it. What about pleasing your neighbor? Mm-hmm. What about making sure your neighbor, your brother and sister uh, is, 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 is okay and making sure that they have what they need, you know. Same thing in, in a marriage, you know. You you can't only just think about yourself, you gotta think about your, your wife. You know what I'm saying? You 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 gotta you you can't be the only one happy in, in any relationship. If, if if your happiness is always number one, then hey, this this is against the word of God, you know? Cause if you happy all the time, somebody is unhappy mm-hmm. on the other side. Somebody is is not being, um, you know, somebody's not being pleased to edification. Yeah. If it's all about your own happiness, and I think that's that that that's again, you know, hey, the Lord became that sacrifice. He did all of that so that we can have eternal life. Yeah. He was already, he was already in the form of God. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Living, he was gonna live forever. Yeah. But he humbled himself unto death for our sakes. And it says that here, and uh, it speaks to that 
partially here in 15 and 3 where it says for even Christ pleased not himself but as it is written the reproaches of them that reproached thee fell on me for whatsoever things were written aforetime were written for our learning that we through patience and comfort of the scriptures might have hope so the Lord it says he pleased not himself that's not pleasurable being put to death being right. chastised with from what I understand whips with, with uh, thorns and things on it that's not pleasurable but right. he pleased not himself to give us something that is pleasurable for us right. not just the hope of eternal life but the promise of eternal life if we do what's good yep. like, like in Psalms you say hey the Lord looked down Hey, to see who, who, if any did seek God, right? Mm -hmm. He he bared our infirmities. He bared our sins because man was too weak uh -huh. to be to 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 not be sinless. Mm -hmm. We were too weak. Man sinned from Jump Street. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? We we not we were not strong enough to resist sin because generation after generation. Man did what? He sinned mm -hmm. and came under, you know, and remained under that condemnation. So the only way it was going to happen was for him, who was who's stronger than we, because he is, he is God, to bear our infirmities or bear our sins and take it upon himself to, to uh, make reconciliation. Because it wasn't no man that can do it. So like you said, even though some people in, can be like, I didn't do anything to this person, right. you still got to bear the infirmities of that person. Right. You still got to be the one to go and speak to them. And actually, let's go to let's go to Matthew five, because it speaks directly to that as well, because it's, it's situations that I see where a brother be like, well, I ain't do nothing to him. So. I ain't, I'm not going to say anything to them. They just going to sit there being bitter because I didn't do anything to them. Yeah. And I have to say even for myself, I've been in situations where I kind of gathered someone had something against me, but they didn't say it. So I didn't want to push something that I am not assured of. Right. I don't want to get in anybody's lives and anybody's business if I don't need to be in it because... I could be opening up something that's not there. Right. But the Lord says something uh, in Matthew 5. Brother Chris, can you pick it up at verse 20? For I say unto you, that except your righteousness shall exceed the righteousness of the scribes and Pharisees, you shall in no case enter into the kingdom of heaven. You have heard that it was said of them of old time, thou shalt not kill. And whosoever shall kill shall be in danger of the judgment. So what we have is that we heard that our righteousness has to exceed the righteousness of the scribes and Pharisees. Yeah. Exceed means we have to do greater than what they're doing. So yeah. you, we look at the religious leaders, even of this time. And our righteousness, what we're doing must abound greater than the works that they're doing. It has to exceed the righteousness of the scribes and Pharisees. So they are not the pinnacle. You have to work to be Jesus, the pinnacle, and you have to work to do as he commands because he's he done taught us how to how to exceed their righteousness. You don't have to figure it out. He's taught us how to exceed their righteousness. But go ahead. Twenty two. But I say unto you that whosoever is angry with his brother without a cause shall be in danger of the judgment. And whosoever shall say to his brother Raka shall be in danger of the council. But whosoever shall say thou fool shall be in danger of hellfire. So if a brother is angry with you without a cause, he's going to be in danger of judgment. Mm -hmm. And people don't understand. They're getting angry at you. They don't know why. They don't even realize that they're being taken by Satan's whim. Mm -hmm. But they're in danger of the judgment because they sitting there angry at you while you're just trying to live your life. You're trying to serve God, keep your flesh under control, keep your mind under control, handle all the things you need to do. And they're mad at you, but they don't even understand. They're putting themselves in a situation of being in danger of the judgment. Right. So this piece is for brothers who have issues or, or maybe dealing with feelings towards other brothers that they don't need to have. Because Satan worked like that. He'll have you just mad at somebody for no reason. Mm -hmm. He'll have you angry just because, you know, something happened to you. 
when we lose control, the, the thing that we do have control is of our emotions. So we feel like if I could be angry at this person, you know, we let that consume us. But go ahead, Brother Chris. Therefore, if thou bring thy gift to the altar and there rememberest that thy brother hath ought against thee, leave there thy gift before the altar and go thy way. First be reconciled to thy brother and then come and offer thy gift. So with this, we can read like you were saying earlier, you would talk to your brother. It lets us know that if your brother have an ought against you, not that you have an ought against them, but if you know for sure that your brother has an ought against you, you got to actually go out and talk to them. You got to try your best to be reconciled. And then we see that that can lead to those other steps that the Lord said you're supposed to follow. So your brother got an ought against you. He already doing wrong. So that means you don't found your brother in sin. Right. That means you don't found your brother in sin. It said, go and rebuke thy neighbor. Mm -hmm. And then what did Christ let us know? He says, let it says in the sight of two or three witnesses. So then you grab another person and you got to let them know, hey, I apologize to this person. Well, I mean, it, it, it don't necessarily mean your brother's in sin. If you did something or said something to them that offended them. Yeah. They not in sin. They offended. But you may have not taken it that way. Sometimes we say things and do things. We don't consider that somebody did get offended, right? Mm -hmm. But their brother is, is, or their sister is weak in the sense that they don't have the, they don't know how to come tell you. So they just not gonna say nothing. So they might have an alt with you and it'd be legitimate. But once it once you find out if if you gonna recover your brother or sister, yeah, you okay, you gotta go and say, hey, um, hey, you know, is is did I do or say something that offended you? Because, you know, I, I really wanna know so we can you know, we, we can resolve this because I want to apologize if I did. And a lot of times they'll tell you, well, yeah, you said this or you did this at this time. And you'll be like, man, I, you you it'll come to your remembrance and you won't even think about the fact that, man, they were offended. Maybe you didn't think it was offensive, but but they took it like that. So, you know. It doesn't mean if they have an art against you that then it's necessarily sin, but if it's without a cause, yeah. If somebody got out with you for nothing, yeah. with for no cause, which is which is again where you you shouldn't be tail uh, people shouldn't be tail bearing because a weak person will go along with somebody else's uh, somebody else's idea. Yeah. So if Chris is easily influenced by me for whatever reason, mm -hmm. right? We all got we all got bro we all got people that we kind of listen to more than others. Yeah. So if you easily influenced by me, and I tell you that hey, brother Benaya, you know he did such and such, man. That brother wrong. He foul. I could be lying. I could just be. I could not like him for some other reason. But I'm trying. I'm planting this in your mind. Yep. So now because because me and you have a, a bond where you listen to me mm -hmm. and you and the, and the things that I say to you, you kind of hang on to what I'm saying. Now, you don't like that. You got to all with brother Benaya, mm -hmm. but Benaya ain't did nothing to you. Right now, that's sin. you wrong mm -hmm. because this brother ain't did nothing to you. You got to all with him because of what I said. Which is why we shouldn't be going around tail bearing and being a whisperer. Because a person that is a little weak, they gon' they gon' they gon' you gonna have them hate somebody that they shouldn't be they shouldn't be having alt with and now they in trouble with the Lord. Cause they, they hate you whether you, you hating your brother without a cause then. So that's where that's where we that us that know better gotta be careful with that. Because I got a problem with another brother, maybe I shouldn't tell you. Even though it could be, it could be a situation I need somebody to talk to. But if I know that you a brother that's gonna take what I say and you might take it to heart, yeah, and it, I might influence how you look at somebody, then I gotta, I gotta have the understanding to say I can't tell you that. Mm. 
because I don't want to put you, I don't want to be the cause of you putting yourself in a situation where you hate somebody else without a cause because now you in danger of the judgment. But if there is a, a legitimate art that your brother got with you, then it's up to you when you know they got an art with you, it's up to you to go find out what, what the art is because the situation is supposed to be dealt with. It's not supposed to linger. Right. And that's, you know, that's, that's where, that's where, we, that's the understanding we have to get to. You know your brother got an art with you just because you don't think you did nothing or you don't think you said nothing wrong. That don't mean you dismiss it. You're supposed to go find out what it is so that your brother won't be walking around with a grudge when it's probably something that could be fixed in 15 minutes. Yeah. We could talk about it and in 15 minutes it's over with. You know, now we can move on. So what you said makes some sense because at times we're not speaking to be a whisper. You may be speaking just to get some counsel, like you said, but we got to be real cautious about who we get counsel from or who we confide in. Right. Because depending on where that brother or sister is, they could actually be influenced by your experience and start to view another brother or another sister a certain way. Exactly. And you cannot be one who's viewing your brother or sister through a lens that has hatred cloud in it. You can't. Yeah, you can't. I mean, you can't. You can't hate your brother or sister without a cause. Mm -hmm. You know, you can't dislike somebody because the person that bought you in the word say they don't like them, mm -hmm. or because a brother or sister you hang out with all the time say they don't like them, or say that they did something to them. You know, you can't you can't fall into that, but a lot of times people do. Mm -hmm. They fall into that. Well, this my this this my buddy or this my friend, and they say this person over here ain't no good. So, if if you don't like them, I don't like them. But that's not godly. That's not the word of God. That's that's stuff you do in the world. Well, that's street stuff, you know. But when it comes to being a servant of God, hey, the Lord tell you about being partial. The Lord told them about when you judge. Hey, man, you supposed to judge righteously. Yeah. You know. Uh, he had it written that a gift will blind the eye, yeah. right? But we see it all the time. You know, you see lobbyists, they get all this, you know, they, they, they donate all this money to these politicians and then what? You know, now, you know, they obligated to push somebody, some cause or some law through, try to push it through because you don't got all this, you don't got, you don't got this gift, you don't got all this money. From these people, but it's the same thing on the on the on the individual level. You know, we hang out all the time. You know, and you don't hang out with this other person all the time. You you naturally gonna gonna feel like hey, you gonna want to side with the person that you closest to, but you can't be that can't blind you. Because you can't let some, how, I can't let how you feel about somebody affect how I look at them. Because if I have no art with them and they have no art with me and we never had a run in, I can't start to hate some other person or dislike them because you say they had, you got something with them. I can't, I can't just, I can't just take your side because now I'm walking around in trouble. With the Lord, because I'm hating my brother without a, without a cause. You know, I got all against him, or a sister got all against another sister, and there there there's no reason for that to be there. You know, but all of us as as brothers and sisters, what we should be doing is say, hey, if you got a problem with that person, as your brother, I should say, well, hey man, maybe y'all need to sit down and try to talk. And try to resolve it and not just let it turn into something more you know 
let that we shouldn't let that dislike turn into hatred because the longer y'all don't talk the longer that goes on man it is it, it, it just gets worse and worse you know as a brother you supposed to say well hey my brother y'all got to try to resolve it you all need to talk if you try to talk to the person then hey the book say you know you got to get 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 a couple of more witnesses and then we can go try to come up with a resolution but it has to be done that way this is how we recover our brother and sister this is how we stay on one accord other than that it's going to be a lot of it's going to be a lot of uh confusion it's going to be a lot of people uh just out there you know slandering other people and in the end man the body's going to suffer and the administration is going to suffer because we ain't on, we not on one accord. Mm -hmm. No matter no matter how how many good ideas we have, we can't accomplish nothing if everybody's, you know, like like the Lord say, everybody's they they running fast on their own course. They doing their own thing. Everybody got their own agenda. Yeah, dealing with that agenda, deal, dealing with that agenda, dealing with us just having that one accord we spoke about that psalms 133 earlier when the lord lets us know what's what he sees is good which is how beautiful is it for brethren to dwell together in unity mm -hmm. and that unity there's no division there and we can go and see what things that unity entails let's go to second corinthians second corinthians 3 I mean, 13. Thirteen. And brother Chris, can you pick it up at verse 10? Therefore, I write these things being absent, lest being present, I should use sharpness according to the power which the Lord hath given me to edification and not to destruction. So this whole thing, like we're talking about, we trying to come under one accord. We're trying to do things in edification, not to destruction, not to break down and cause divisions, but to edify, to bring together. Go ahead. 11. Finally, brethren, farewell. Be perfect. Be of good comfort. Be of one mind. Live in peace. And the God of love and peace shall be with you. So it lets us know, finally, brethren, be perfect. Perfect means complete. And we're trying to be complete before God. You know, it says that Noah was perfect in his generations. He was complete. He was something that God would accept. We're trying to be those who God would accept. And it says, finally, brethren, be perfect. So be complete before God. Be of good comfort. Be of one mind. Live in peace. And the God of love and peace shall be with you. Being of one mind, you can't, wherever you're at, there's diversity of administrations. At one administration, they do things a certain way. But everybody who's a part of that administration got to be of one mind. If we're over in another administration, we're at the house of Jacob. We have to be at one mind. We have to be in one mind. It cannot be when I'm angry, I do one thing uh, or I'm separating myself. That's not one mind now. Because in that case, when I got to stand and I need brothers with me, how can I say that we have one mind and you're really going to stand with us? Mm -hmm. I can't say that because you may flee. I'm, we're trying to figure out where people are at as far as being one body. And like it says, we got to be of one mind and not and in that one mind. What's going to happen? We're going to live in peace and the God of love and peace shall be with you. If we do that, we got to we got to kill the, the, the pettiness. The, yeah, we got to kill. You know, we, I mean, we. We, we still dealing with things that we was doing when we was little kids, you know. We being petty, petty over a lot of things, you know. Um, and we shouldn't be, mm -hmm. you know. We we, we got to grow past uh, because it's, it's it's too easy to, to to be mad at somebody and not talk to them, you know. Because then you ain't got to deal with it. You know what I mean? You. Then don't nobody have to humble themselves. We just don't talk. I ain't got to humble myself. You ain't got to humble uh, yourself. So now my pride is intact. Your pride is intact. And we walking around not understanding that, that that's against God. Mm -hmm. Lord resist the proud. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But 
it, the way we think as men is that, you know, I ain't apologizing to him. He you get, I ain't apologizing to him. I got my pride. You got your pride. You, you walking around with your chest poked out, <laughs> quoting scriptures. But really, hey, man, what we doing is 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 not in line with the word of God when we operating with each other like that. You know, this is about, again, salvation is about recovering the righteous. Yes, sir. Unto eternal life. And that that's and and on a on a on a brotherly and sister and, and level uh, on a on a level uh, as far as uh, brothers and sisters dealing with each other. It's about recovering each other. Mm-hmm. It's about recovering your brother and sister because the Lord recovered us. And we got to do the same for each other. We got to bear each other's infirmities, if that's what it calls for. But um, I think we, uh, unless any one of your brothers have any, any more, I think, you know, we, we, we could probably wrap up this first episode. And if need be, we can do a part two. And we can touch on some other aspects. Uh, but if none of your brothers have anything else, uh, we can wrap this up. Uh, first episode of uh, Biblical Resolutions, once again brought to you by the House of Jacob Bible Study Class, located at 2515 East 75th Street in Chicago, Illinois. Uh, thank you all for listening, and we hope you will tune in with us uh, the next time. Grace and peace in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name.